It's October 13th, 2023, and these are your headlines. It's Friday, and what a week it has been. Well, if you're a member of the Texas Senate, especially. You see, the third special session called by Governor Greg Abbott just started on Monday, and already the Senate has made quick work of the agenda, racing to pass measures relating to school choice, border security, and ending COVID-19 employer vaccine mandates, all items that Governor Greg Abbott put on the call and tasked lawmakers with doing during this third special session. The Senate did all of this during a 15-hour marathon session that ended late last night, all while the House has remained stagnant. So let's look at some of the bills that have come out of the Senate. Senate Bill 1, that's school choice, passed by a vote of 18 to 13, largely party line, but uh, Senator Robert Nichols was the lone Republican to vote against it. Senate Bill 4, which increases the penalties for human smuggling and operating a stash house passed in a 29 to 2 vote. Senate Bill 11 creates a criminal penalty for improper entry from a foreign nation. That bill passed in a vote of 19 to 12, with all Democrats voting against the measure. And then, of course, you had Senate Bill 7 banning employer vaccine mandates that passed in another 19 to 12 party line vote. The Senate also passed Senate Bill 2 last night, which would provide a $10,000 raise for rural teachers and a $3,000 raise for urban teachers. That bill will also double both the per student and per campus school safety allotments. Now, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, after this happened last night, he praised the Senate's uh, superb work ethic, that's what he called it, while highlighting the House's continuing failure to act. As the Senate had already previously passed these measures during the regular legislative session. He said, the Texas House, under Speaker Phelan's leadership, never came to an agreement on any of these bills during the regular session, and they all died. Now, one week into the special session, the House has not even scheduled a single hearing, let alone passed a single bill. The House needs to get to work because Texans are watching. And that's absolutely true. As we stand right now, the Texas House has adjourned till Monday. They met for a few minutes on Monday, met for a few minutes yesterday. They've adjourned till Monday. Not a single bill has been heard in committee, let alone voted on on the floor, all while the entire special session agenda has essentially just about been passed and made it through the Senate already. At the same time, of course, tensions continue to rise against House Speaker Dade Phelan for his role, as we've talked about at length now, his role in slow rolling the special session agenda. Now, there is time. The special uh, session ends on November 7th. The House could pass these measures in next week, in the coming days. But we'll see how fast they do that. Of course, they should probably at this point pass the Senate measures. You see, they can pass their own House bills if they want that are similar or mirrored and then send those back to the Senate. That would require the Senate then to go through all the work they've already done and have to pass them again. Or they could just pass the Senate bills that were sent over to them. Perhaps that was the plan all along. Perhaps members figured that the House was never going to lead on any of these issues. They hadn't in the regular session or any of the other special sessions. And so maybe they're just letting the Senate take the lead on this. We'll see what happens in the week's ad. Governor Greg Abbott, meanwhile, has called on members of the Texas legislature to expand educational freedom and get school choice across the finish line. 
Of all the issues, this is probably the one where you see the most daylight between the House and the Senate. Yesterday, the Texas Public Policy Foundation hosted its 2023 Parent Empowerment Leadership Summit dinner in Austin, where Governor Abbott made an appearance to discuss the name, the need for state-funded education savings account. He said, when it comes to school choice, we started the year on the 20-yard line, and then with each passing day, he said we made yard after yard, first down after first down. How long is this football field? But I'll continue the quote. We as a state have an obligation to our kids to get them educated, and we can do that with a universal education savings account program in the state of Texas. He continued with the sports analogy, saying, what we are doing is running a relay race that began in 1989. So it's no longer a football game, now it's a, a relay race, sorry. The baton has now been handed off to me and it is my job to carry it to the finish line. I am committed to however long it takes and I will not stop until we get school choice passed in the state of Texas. Now we already talked about it, the Senate has passed their school choice bill and consider this. When the school choice bill passed by the Senate last night was referred in the House this morning to a committee, it was referred to the House Select Committee on Educational Opportunity and Enrichment. This was a committee that was created this summer specifically to deal with the issue of school choice. It didn't go to the House Public Education Committee where those bills normally go. Why is this notable? Well, most of the members of this special select committee either voted against school choice or refused to cast their vote on school choice this past regular legislative session. Again, the session ends just a few weeks on November 7th. Lastly, in another undercover investigation, Austin government schools admit to defying Texas's ban on critical race theory in K-12 schools. Accuracy in Media, an organization that's mission is to empower individuals to hold journalists, public officials, and private officials accountable, released a new investigation into Austin area public schools. The video shows multiple employees from different school districts admitting that they are ignoring the CRT ban. Surprise. During the 87th legislative session in 2021, Governor Greg Abbott signed House Bill 3979 into law, which was supposed to prevent teachers from utilizing critical race theory and to prohibit teaching that one race or sex is inherently superior to another. That wasn't even enough. After Abbott called for stricter limits on CRT, the, leg the legislature passed another bill during a special session that same year and strengthened the measure to protect all areas of learning. But despite that, school districts around Austin have been exposed for implementing so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion and in CRT principles in their lessons. For example, during an undercover interview with Deanna Perkins, a fourth grade teacher in Leander ISD, she told the investigator that while there's no formal DEI in the classrooms, they are incorporating it in the books they read. Hmm. Another way school districts get around the laws by using a classroom service called Newzella. Newzella partners with the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is a far-right organization, and socialist historian Howard Zinn's education project, as well as being a direct partner with the New York Times 1619 project. They're also known to support the radical Black Lives Matter group. Stephanie Hawley, an equity officer with Austin ISD, confirmed with one of these undercover investigators that the district uses Newzella in another progressive site because, quote, it lets us stay out of trouble with the legislature. You can find out more about this investigation as well as other news of the day at texasscorecard.com. 
no ads, no paywalls, no government grants, and no corporate masters. Just real news for real Texans. This is Texas Scorecard.